This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to the title sponsor of the Big Show. That would be Big O. Save up to $150 off Pirelli, Nitto, and Toyo tires now through April 4th at your locally owned and operated Big O tires. Do you have a favorite kind of tire, Jake? Not really, no. You? Uh, Not a favorite one, but I've I've bought a lot of Pirellis in my day. Okay. I usually just go in there and say, hey— What's going to make me not get stuck in the snow, but then I don't have to change out after winter's over? <laughs> so you want an all-season tire? Yeah. All right. I want little effort. Because I'm sure you'll get into this all about the performance and uh, yada, 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 but that that's it doesn't matter to me. Okay. All right. I can accept that. Uh, let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, he writes for the Deseret News. He covers Utah basketball, BYU football. He's our friend Jay Drew. What's up, Jay? Hey, guys. Greetings from Las Vegas. How is Vegas? Is it still uh, weirdly empty down there? Yeah, it's uh, windy and kind of cold. And, uh, of course, uh, I'm at the halftime of the Washington State-Arizona State game, and there's only a few fans of parents, family members in the arena. So, yeah, it was uh, kind of weird. You didn't even have to worry about parking. I mean, parking's free. <laughs> it, everything's uh, there are no people around. So, yeah, it's kind of different. So, Jay, let me ask you this. Uh, how many times have you been to Las Vegas for work? Oh, probably 40, 40 to 50, I guess. I would, I would have guessed yeah. at least that. And do you have a most memorable moment? in that town as it pertains to sports? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I'd have to say it was Sam Merrill making that three-pointer to beat. Uh, I was covering that game, the Utah State-San Diego State game. Was awesome. it last year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course, uh, covered a lot of BYU's games over at the Orleans and, and also at the Thomas and & Mack. And, um this is only my second time at the T-Mobile for Utah, of course. Uh, last year, they actually had me cover the Utah women's games down here. Well, I guess they were over at uh, the Mandalay Bay Event Center. So there's about six, seven arenas down here. It's kind of hard to keep them all straight. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I've been here quite a bit. That, that, this stands out. Maybe it's recency bias or whatever, but that was a, that was a pretty incredible moment. So, Jay, let's talk a little bit about the Utes. Of course, the kind of narrative out there is they've been up uh, in most games this year and uh, then have found interesting ways to lose. So at times have played really well, just has lacked the consistency and kind of the view going into the tournament, at least from me, is can they put those good moments together long enough to win a couple of games? Do you think that is in the cards or possible? Yeah, I definitely think it's possible. Um a lot will depend on if they get Ryland Jones back. Um, 
I'm not sure if he'll be back or not today. We'll find out here in a couple hours. Um, but so they're thin as it is. They don't have a really deep bench, but but they've got. They're, this is a good team. I I, I think I wrote uh, that this was the best sub 500 team in the country, and I got <laughs> a little bit of flack for that. But if you look at the teams Utah has beat, um, and you know they beat U, USC a few a few weeks ago, uh, a nationally ranked team, they've got a lot of talent, and when they put it together, they can really really play. They're just like you said; they're inconsistent. They they don't do really well with a lead sometimes, especially halftime leads. But Larry Kristoviak's got a pretty good team, and uh, the Pac-12 is pretty wide open. There's really not a dominant team. There's not a Gonzaga here among Pac-12 teams that you automatically say, yeah, they're going to win it. Um, they've got some good teams, but no really what I would consider great teams. So. But, yeah, I give Utah a decent chance. They're obviously going to have to win four games in four nights, which is almost impossible uh, because they didn't get one of the first-round buys. But it's a, it's a good team, and I think they could do some damage if, if they can just maintain some consistency. So, Jay, you talked about the inconsistency and the need for consistency. But if the team is good, why doesn't it play good most of the time? What's, what's the disruption with this team that's causing it to lose those leads that you talked about? If I had to put a finger on it, I would say they're always good on defense. It's a really good defensive team. But offense comes and goes because, one, they rely on Alfonso Plummer for outside shooting. And, you know, he's usually pretty good, but, but he does have have off nights. And, uh, and then I would say just – Without Rylan Jones and without kind of a, a veteran point guard, uh, especially down the stretch, they get a little um, out of their offense. Pella Larson, uh, the, the kid from Sweden, is a really good player, but he's only a freshman. And if you go back and look at kind of down the stretch, sometimes, especially without Rylan Jones in there, they, they don't execute like they should. They get hurried up a little bit and make some bad passes. So, um I think offensive inconsistency is probably the biggest reason that I think keeps them from from being even better. How do they match up against this Washington team, Jay? Yeah, pretty well. They they actually way back on December second or third, they beat Washington in that season opener at the Huntsman Center, beat them by fifteen to twenty, I think it was. Um, in Seattle, they lost uh, a really close game. It was another one of those games where they just didn't execute down the stretch. Um, so I, I think I think the Utes match up well. Washington's what they're the tenth seed. They haven't had a very good season. Um, I think they've only won five games. So yeah, Utah is a solid eight-point favorite. I, I think they match up pretty well, and I think they should pull out a win here today. Jan, your conversations with Larry Kraskoviak, how much pressure is he feeling? Yeah, I think he's feeling a little pressure. He tries not to, you know, make a big deal about it, let it show. But he he is a little testy, I think would be the word, if you ever bring up his future or his contract or, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, he always says, uh, I put more pressure on myself than any outside forces do, but a lot of coaches say that, but I would say, yeah, I, I, he he does get a little uh, a little 
you know, I'm not sure what the really word is, short or maybe terse, um, when you talk about things like that. Otherwise, he's fantastic. I tell people all the time, this is, uh, I had a really kind of a preconceived notion about what covering Larry would be like. And uh, from the sound bites and just from my years of covering BYU. And he's totally, totally different than I thought. He's real conversational. He's willing to go in depth on any question you ask him. So he's really accommodating as far as that goes. But, you know, when it comes to talking about his future at Utah and his performance, he's not quite as talkative, I guess, is maybe the way I would describe it. They haven't had an NBA guy for a while, certainly since uh, Kuzma and then uh, DeLon Wright and Jacoperto before that, obviously. Why do you think that is? Is they just have not recruited uh, a player of that caliber yet, or is it a developmental issue? Yeah, I, I, I think it's probably recruiting. Um, you know, And then they've lost a few players. Yeah. There's been kind of a revolving door. As, you know, um, Gordon wrote about, uh, I think it was a year ago, but... But uh, there's, you know, um, but none of those guys have really gone on to, to do great things where they've transferred to. Um, I, I just think it's, uh, you know, it's really hard to make the NBA nowadays. I mean, I look at Yoli Childs. I covered him, uh, and I, I mean, he's a fantastic player. And, you know, what's, he's stuck in the G League, didn't get drafted. So I'd say it's a combination of it's just really hard to get a guy in the NBA and that, the uh, that maybe some of the talent that they've brought in hasn't been up to what they had in the past. I wanted to ask you a BYU football question, Jay, but before I do, describe that arena down there. Some of our <laughs> listeners have never been there, uh, and I know it's hard to judge it on in a year like this, but how would you describe uh, that place? Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Uh, it's... Um, you know, I, I'm kind of standing out here in kind of a patio area that's kind of outside that, that you can walk right back in. Um, it's uh, I, it reminds me a little bit of, of uh, Vivint Smart Home Arena, um, especially after the redo. A lot of glass, um, but nice place. It's just almost totally empty right now with Washington State and Arizona State playing. Just uh, I think each team was able to bring 50 fans or 50 tickets for parents and family members. So it's pretty much really empty. There are no concession stands going at all. Um, so it's uh, uh, almost like you're here for a, a jazz shoot-around kind of feel to it. So who's going to be BYU's starting quarterback, Jay? <laughs> wow, I wish I knew. Um I'm going to say it's going to be Baylor Romney. Um, I just think uh, Aaron Roderick, um, I just think he's going to go with the guy who knows the offense best, the guy that has performed probably the best in the past, um, and then kind of go from there. But, uh, I mean, that's just totally a guess um, because, you know, it could go any way. The thing is, a lot of these guys are, are really different, so they present really different choices. Uh, I'm talking about Baylor, and then Jaron, Jaron Hall is different. Then you got the freshman, Jacob Conover, who everyone raves about how he played as a scout team quarterback in fall camp. So 
Um, I think it's down to those three. I don't think they really consider Soljay Mayava uh, as much as those three. But but uh, if you if you know if you held a gun to my head, I'd right now I'd say Baylor Romney. But but it's a still a long long way away from from anything final. What did you think about the Nakua brothers transferring to BYU, Jay? And is there, uh, you know, they made some public comment, but is there more to that story? Yeah, not too much that I know of. I just, I just think it's the family thing, and I, I think that's legit. I don't think they were that, especially uh, Puka out in Washington. I don't, I don't think they were that dissatisfied with where they were, which is usually the reason for transfers. Um, it's just. You know, my gut reaction is you hear these rumors all the time and you never, they never seem to work out for the best for like the Utes or the Cougars. And, uh, and then this time, you know, it, it came to fruition, at least on BYU's part. I know Utah's losing a really good player, but, um, so yeah, I guess, you know, you cover me a little bit shocked just because we've been hearing that this would happen and then it actually happened. So, uh, now what's going to happen is all us reporters are going to have to track down all these rumors we hear instead of <laughs> instead of shrugging and say, ah, oh, that'll never happen. Now we got to go back to where, you know, you have to take every one of them serious, at least for the next little while. Seems to me, though, Jay, through the years when BYU has had good teams, and they need a good team this coming season with that schedule they're going to face, but in those good years, they, yeah, the quarterback gets all the credit, but those the receivers have to be good for BYU to be good, and that's why I think these kinds of uh, additions are, are are probably really helpful uh, for them. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, everyone's talking about Zach Wilson leaving, but Dax Milne had a fantastic year too, and he's leaving. And and uh, although they've got a lot of uh, good, talented guys that they recruited. Um, you're getting two proven veteran guys who have done it, who have you know lined up and and uh, and walked the walk, so to speak. So, yeah, I think it's absolutely huge, and it's the most happy people sh- around should be the the BYU quarterbacks that are fighting for this spot now because they've got some really good receivers to throw to now. Well, Jay, we appreciate you jumping on with us. We'll let you get back to uh, to the basketball, man. Thank you very much. Okay. Have a great night, guys. See ya. See you, Jay. It's our friend Jay Drew, writes for the Deseret News, covers Utah basketball and BYU football uh, with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Yeah, uh, Jay has, uh, He's speaking of tires, he's got some wear on his. You're calling Jay old now? Jeez. No, 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 no. Jeez, I'm, calling, I'm calling him a veteran. You just sound like you were saying it's time to change him out no. for a fresh set. <laughs> See, I, what's funny about what just happened right there is I thought you were going a different way. Like you were going to say, "Oh, you misunderstood me." I was like, "He drives a lot," or something like that. But you, you went with the whole like, "No, I'm not calling him old. I'm calling him old." No, no, I'm not I, calling him old. No. I'm calling him a veteran. He's no. not I mean, fat. He's, he's big boned. No, I'm, I'm calling him experienced. Another word for old. Well. <laughs> Yeah, but it's all it's all good. Be, be, no, it's be, old. Being a little older is good. You're not rich. You're just wealthy, Gordon. And and by the way, we're complimenting Jay. Jay does a great job. There's a guy who's old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's just been around. 
nope, not that Another either. Another phrase for old. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Got a lot of rings around the trunk. Oh, no, um, guys, you're crazy. I'm not calling him old. He's old. Not old, but old. Old. No. no. See, it's it's nuanced, fellas. And I know anytime we get nuanced here, it gets a little confusing for you. But but it's it's nuanced. How He's, did you how did you put it? There's a lot of tread off that tire. <laughs> Got a lot of what? tread on those tires. Is that, is that what it was? That's not well, nuanced. He, he, if he has a lot of tread, then then he's got a lot of tread left. If he if he, if the tread is worn, That's, then yeah. you don't throw the vehicle away. You just change out the the tires. But you were implying that he was old. I was implying. And we said, that he "Geez, was... why are you calling Jay old?" You go, "Ah, I didn't call him old. I called him old. He's old." I was, I was implying that he was experienced and has seen a lot in his day. So thereby, his evaluations and judgments and opinions carry uh carry some some weight well if he does need new tires you guys know where to send them well and, and big o that's the one uh so you're saying uh, to have any credibility you got to be old well it, it helps it helps because i i know a lot of old people i don't listen to <laughs> well maybe you should start <laughs> all right well We'll have more uh, coming up. Utah, by the way, uh, Utah should beat Washington today. Washington is terrible, yeah. but I, I wonder how many games uh, the Utes can can rattle off if they if well, they put it together and play their best. I bet they could get two three, but I don't know. We'll see. I wonder. I think about four teams from the Pac-12 getting into the tournament. Maybe that's kind of what the consensus out there is. Yeah, but. it seems like it. All right. Well, we'll see if the Utes can be their best selves. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next. Oh, hey, Jay's not old. He's old. <laughs> you guys, we should you're run old. That back. You See, are like 100. It's sophisticated. you got to think it I want to hear it in the break. Just... I want to, you know, because you didn't bring it up like you just kind of mentioned it. You didn't say you should listen to him because he's old. You just kind of like, yeah, that was Jay. He's old. And then said Jake and I are too slow and dumb to get the nuances <laughs> of you calling so him So now old. it's a war, yeah, and you right. didn't want that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Break no, yourself I... for the, the socks with sandals. We don't oh, hear that one nearly geez. enough. I like wearing socks with sandals. I still, I deleted one by accident. I need to, we need to figure out which one I deleted. I feel like that one and Oh, the... speaking of which, Austin owes us one today. I know. What you yeah, do? I'm not fast enough yeah. to hear the nuances of your suggestions. <laughs> How about okay, so, so you guys can attack me, but I can't attack. No, that. no, we we we've I'm got it. That old. We're going to do this today. Austin's overdue for the incriminating audio, and we've got to sure we've got to knock it out. I've never called you stupid, but you've Gordon's called both of us stupid like several times this several segment, times a day. <laughs> no, do not I stupid. need to talk slower for you, Jake and Austin? I already talk slow, so you know. But I'll, I I have great respect for both of you. But when it comes to a comment like that, you just have to look beyond just what it appears to be. There's more to it than that. I don't think you're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I have great respect for you, but you're dumb. That's what he did right there. You're not dumb. You're you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call you dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, think, I think we better oh, go to break. I think we should, too. All right, stay yeah. tuned. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's our friend Jay Drew, writes for the Deseret News, covers Utah basketball and BYU football uh, with us here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Yep, uh, Jay has... Uh... He's speaking of tires. He's got some wear on his. You're calling Jay old now? Jeez. No, 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 no. Jeez, I'm calling. Gordon? I'm calling him a veteran. No, no I'm not I, calling him old. No. I'm calling him a veteran. I'm calling him experienced. Another word for old. Well, yeah, but it's all it's all good. Being a little older is good. Speaking of tires, he's got some wear on his. <laughs> You just brought it up out of the blue. It wasn't like, wow, I'm really glad we could have Jay on. So much wisdom for, from a guy who has done the job for so long. You just, you like stopped mid-sentence. You're like, speaking of Jay, he's old. Speaking of tires, he's got some wear on his. <laughs> <laughs> that minute is a compliment. Sound like it. Didn't sound like it at all. I, 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 I oh, admit it. He's been. He's, speaking he, of tires, he's got some wear on his. You're right. That sounds different than how I meant. Being a little older is good. Oh man, did, um, did where did the speaking of tires come from? Because were we, we talking were, about tires? Yeah, yeah we we're talking. Twenty about tires. minutes before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, said, oh, that was like a half like, hour ago. No, it wasn't. It was at the start of that segment. Which was like a half hour ago. <laughs> Whatever. Speaking of tires, what's, what is, uh, let's just establish. It was establish 18 and a half minutes later. 18 no. and a half minutes later. <laughs> was it really that long? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it right here. What's, but the, anyway. what's the rule on that? Uh, when you say speaking of, how long... <laughs> Is according is to me or Gordon uh, of time having transpiring because you know I can't go like you know think of something we talked on the show two days ago you know like <laughs> yesterday like yesterday speaking of tattoos <laughs> you know it's been it's been it's been too long and by the way were you embarrassed at all that Sarah Todd heard that segment heard what segment the the your Chestery tattoo story yesterday. That wasn't Chestery. In fact, I told that story around around my dinner table, and I said, "Hey, tell me what you think of this." And I told the story, and they all laughed. They thought it was funny. They thought it was entertaining. And they didn't think it was Chestery. It was very Chestery. That was not. Yes, Come it was on. very Chestery. You haven't answered the question. Though. Yeah, were my, you embarrassed? Because Sarah family, referenced my... it when she jumped on with us at the beginning of the interview. She referenced that there's something from that segment. And uh, I just wondered if you were embarrassed that she heard it. Not at all. She was entertained. That was the whole point of the thing. You guys are the ones that turn everything wacky. How so? Somebody put a suggestive tattoo on their hip and you brought up the story, but yet that's our fault. Now talk slowly so I understand. (laughs) They put a tattoo 
near a certain region of the body. But Chestery it was, already. It, That's no, the, was, the, the phrase no, a certain region. Yeah, right. yeah, it's <laughs> it already <was>, Chester. <laughs> it's not going to be the ear. Yeah. <laughs> it was meant to be inspirational, but it sounded, uh, according to that person's family, it sounded Chestery. suggestive. So Pervy. That, mm-hmm. A certain region of the body. It wasn't meant to be that way, but it came across that way to her. I mean, to her family. So I was just telling the story because I was mildly abusing. You're telling the story because it was Chestery. We got it. I know. No, I, I ran that by my family and said, was this Chestery? And they all said, no, that uh, that... The uh, perversion in that is in the eye of the beholder, namely you two. The only reason it was a story is because it was Chestery. People get tattoos all the time, and they don't make stories about it. No, the reason this saw, particular story or this particular tattoo was relevant was because it was Chestery. No, it's, it was well. It was yes. it, well. It depends on how you interpret Chestery. It was. It was. That's what made it funny that she meant it to be inspirational, but it ended up being Chester-y. kind of perverse uh-huh. in a way right and, and I, but the story itself wasn't that the story itself was though because oh, that's man. why it was the story guys, i need to hear how you told them the story because this is how you told it to us tattooed on on near her hip but the <laughs> the inspirational story was uh, motto or saying was keep going is that how you told it? Yes. That was pretty. No. That was a chestery. <laughs> no, that, that, that's what made it Keep funny. Going. She wanted. <laughs> no, but that, I didn't. I, that was just what she uh-huh. put on there. <laughs> the inspirational story was uh, motto or saying was "Keep going." <laughs> Keep going. That was meant to remind her to keep going. Where's the where's the Pink Panther music? <laughs> but no, when you yeah. when you uh-huh. when you have a tat that's near that body part and it says keep going, keep going. It, it makes it sound like keep going. And we get we it, get it. <laughs> we keep going. We get it. You guys. The problem wasn't that we didn't get it. The problem was that you read too much into it. Why it's, were you snickering then? Yeah. If it because was just it was about funny. some young lady and her tattoo, <laughs> then why it's were you funny. snickering? She gets she gets an inspirational tattoo uh, near a certain body part, and she thinks it's going to make her, uh, you know, charging forward. And it and it turns and out so that it, it she changed like, it and she, added the word "keep going forward." Yeah, it makes it sound like she's encouraging people to keep. We get it again. We get it. <laughs> You don't need to explain it. We get it. <laughs> you think the problem is we don't get it? Oh, we do. We do. No, I assure you, you that we you get read, it. You read too much into it. It was humorous because it was Chester-y. a mistake. Yeah. It was, right. it was humorous because it was Chestery. I know. Well, stay tuned for the Not Sports Report It'll be a dirty limerick today. <laughs> It'll be really good. And the fact that I tried to hand it off to Jake and he refused. It's so easy. You know, what's that What's that uh, quote from Teddy Roosevelt about people who aren't in the arena, you know, doing the battle? They are the critics and the cynics on the sideline. 
who just sit there and criticize rather than dive in. How's that saying? Was that go? yesterday? That's the same segment. That's the same one. And he had to. He thought that it was us, the perversions in the eye. Yeah, of the that world. was our. That was our fault. Yeah. Then call me a pervert. I beheld a lot of perversion in that segment. Uh huh. Who? Teddy Roosevelt, also a pervert. Likely. No. No. Let me, yes. let me, let's see. How's it go? Let me let me find that. Because now, now that I brought it up, I, f- I feel like I, we owe it to our you, listeners. Here it is. We owe it to our listeners. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust. Thank you. And sweat and blood. Who strives valiantly. Who errs. Who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds. Who knows great enthusiasms. The great devotions. Who spends himself in a worthy cause. Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Wow, we didn't need his State of the Union address from 08. Uh, I mean, that was really something. And to compare you digging for pervy stories to whatever it is that Teddy was talking about seems somewhat offensive to me. A puzzle with a fathead, brains less than a guinea pig. You mining the internet for mystery stories to toiling in in the (laughs) arena of whatever you were talking about. It seems like a bit of a stretch. Did you not pay attention? It fit perfectly. Oh, Here no, I, I am. fell asleep Here, after like the first half se- sentence. Well, first of all, that's one of the most famous quotes of any. That president. wasn't a quote. That was, that a, was a biography. That was a novel. <laughs> Everybody, most people know, have heard of the man in the arena, and that's what he said. And it fits perfectly to this case because I'm out there trying to entertain our listeners, trying to that, find those those extraordinary stories that are somehow. Chester. Uh, <laughs> that's not the point. There was nothing chestery about the donkey that got ate by the alligators, all right? <laughs> all right, Jake. <laughs> What? I didn't do anything. You be the man in the arena. No, I. I <laughs> Go ahead. You, stop, be the, you be the man the... in the arena because Austin's already ripped off my thing for the Austin's list thing. So you try it for a while and see how you do. And I'll <laughs> sit. I'll be the critic sitting in the stands looking at you thinking I could have done it better. Gordon, see, please I, I, don't do I, I it. I want to see Keep you going. I want to see your face marred by dust and sweat and blood. <laughs> Again, by mining the internet for pervy stories. That's not. I don't think that's valiantly. Who who errs? Who comes short again no, and we again? Need, we don't need because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. Okay, Longfellow. Let's let's. <laughs> Leave that right there. We'll get to do a market update coming up next. What's going on at four? Lock at five, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone.
Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. By the way, band of the day today is Toto, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. Gordon, uh, before we get to the market update, I did get a text during the break from my uh, my wonderful wife. Uh-huh. And she says, okay, now, I think you guys are just picking on Gordon. Yes, see, I've told you this, <laughs> and I am not one to argue with Naz because I know that she is really smart. Listen, listen to what she said. I, I, that's why I brought it up, because I thought you'd appreciate it. She's not my she, wife. She has your back. I'll do what I want. She thought we were just picking on you. So Are, we, are, you, are you getting combative with Naz? I'm disagreeing with Naz on this, yes. <laughs> 100,000%. Not I picking on you. I'm pointing out wrongs that no, you no, did to I'm, our listeners. I'm, I'm saying right now, man, you point one finger at me, you're pointing three back at yourself. And how many are you pointing at me by saying that about me? True. I'm not pointing Good point. at you. Good point. That was a really judgy statement. I'm pointing right a there. finger your way. Oh, so it's <laughs> judgy on my part, but not on Austin's part. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Uh, yeah, I get that's, it that's right. That's, oh, man. That's how it works. Naz is right. I uh, wish I was doing the show with Naz. Let's get back to the box scores. <laughs> You'd be wrong a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's True. get to... Uh, Let's get to a market update today, brought to you by our friends at TryDayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TryDayTrading.com. How did we do today, Gordon? Well, let me start with the S&P. It was, uh, it was up uh, just over 23 points. Hey, this is, this is good news. The NASDAQ, which has been, you know, uh, struggling a little bit this week, but uh, they, the NASDAQ was down nearly five points. A little emasculated mass of inanity. But the Dow, the Dow, my friends, was up 1.46%, namely 464, just over 464 points. Happy anniversary! What was that second one? Can we play that again, Austin, the the bad one? The bad one? The bad one for today? A little emasculated mass of inanity. What could you possibly have been talking about? I have no idea. (laughs) It was was that time that he read like 75 Teddy Roosevelt quotes back to back. Okay, all right. (laughs) The Teddy Roosevelt insult. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay, that makes more sense. A little emasculated mass of inanity. When did I do that? That was funny. We did that, what, a, that was probably a couple of years ago. You don't remember reading that long list of Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt insults? No. I, yeah. How could you not? That was classic. That was A-plus radio Hey, right don't there. pick on Gordon. <laughs> yeah. How was I picking? I was complimenting Gordon. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I said Holy. it was A-plus radio. <laughs> He's never told you that you're not fast enough to understand the nuances of the show, the segment before you then attack back. Seriously. Well, I, I was on, then no, going to say, you know, no, Gordon no, no, has no, forgotten no. more great radio you, than, you know, most people <laughs> will ever do. Well, that, that goes along with the, uh, the tread off the tire. 
You know, I think it's, so. I think he's saying you possess great knowledge. That's you exactly forgotten. what I said. You know, like you you say it about uh, coaches all the time. You know, okay, I've forgotten so more about now, basketball now, than most now, will ever know. Now we've reached the point where I have no clue when you guys are insulting me and when you're complimenting me. So <laughs> we, the, the, there, there we, we reached are. That. We, we have reached. <laughs> we are. We have crossed the threshold. Now there's no sense being nice because you're just you're never going to know. <laughs> That's if, you free say something, if you say something mean, I'm going to take it as a compliment. No, you know what? I'm there. I, I totally know what you're talking about because I'm 100% there with our guy Lloyd. Oh, you, you know, never you, know what he you means. Never, you never walk in and be like, hello, and be like, hmm, what was that supposed to mean, pal? Are you having Lloyd. a nice day? What do you mean by am I having a nice day? Huh? And then he calls you on it and be like, hey, hey, I'm trying to compliment you. Yeah, here. right. So I, I know what you're talking about, Gordon. Okay. Doesn't well, mean I feel bad about doing it to you. but That's a nice sweatshirt you have there. What'd you say about my sweatshirt, you jerk? <laughs> oh, oh, you're being nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll just assume everything is nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Have you ever known anybody like that when everybody is insulting the person? And yet the person yucks it up like uh, I know I, there's no way that you would be you would be uh, criticizing me. So I'm just going to laugh it off because I know you don't mean it because I'm beyond reproach. Uh, yeah, I can think of one specific instance, actually. Uh, who would that be? Oh, no, there's no need to, to throw that out there. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Our guy Kevin Graham used to think he could just insult anybody as long as he was laughing. And they could. No, I never, not I, really. Oh, well, well, maybe not. But I, I mean, he, that Kevin had a way with with he could he could engage with people, and they would think it was fun, even when he was degrading them. And that, well, that's a little strong. When he was kind of making fun of them, and and they would engage, and uh, very, it was quite a skill. Insulting people while laughing. <laughs> Just living your life like you're hosting a roast? <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. I think you're really overestimating Kevin Graham's popularity. Mm. All right. All right. Well, I, I thought I saw him do that time and time again, and I was always amazed because he was arguing with them, and yet they were engaging as though Kevin himself was engaging. And I don't know very many people who could do that. Okay. All right. Give Kevin a compliment. He wasn't sure. rude. He just insulted people. Yeah. <laughs> but he Rudely. did it in a fun way. <laughs> ah, while laughing. While laughing in their face. He yeah. was smiling. <laughs> they were crying, but he was smiling. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, the examples I could give right now that I probably shouldn't. Radio was a little different back then. Guys are mean. We are not. You are. We just spent this whole segment being nice to Gordon. Mean to Kevin. <laughs> so you got to have that outlet somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we spent this whole time being nice to Gordon. When was the last time, Jake, that you were nice for like an hour straight? Oh, Other nice. than, oh, oh, at the Pac-12 media Thing when you were interviewing all oh, those coaches. Oh, very so. funny. Very funny. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe very Austin. Very hilarious. Maybe Austin has some examples of that because you, you really kept that 
That, that Hi, Cameron. Hi, how are you doing? We're great, man. How are you? Really? What's up, Zach? Hi, Troy. How are you? Up. What's up, Nick? How are you? Miles, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, man? How, how are you? Are you? That went on for four hours. Five, what, seven hours or something? I'd rather Jake be that way than what Kevin Graham would do. Cameron, looks like you've put on a few. Sit down right here if the chair will hold it. Ha, 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 We're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any interaction with Kevin? Awesome. Me? Uh, over yeah. the phone once when he offered me a job and said, don't tell anybody, and I flipped that into a raise. So Nice. <laughs> that worked out well. Just so you owe him a little something. <laughs> That worked out very well for Austin, and he's still here. Uh, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, he's one of a kind. Dallas is lucky to have him. Yes. It sounds like neither of you meant that now, with that big long pause after. Oh, I didn't mean it. No. Oh, okay. I was, I was waiting for the, I was waiting for the sound. No, I didn't mean that at all. What sound? When you play the guitar riff. Oh, you have to say something philosophical or, or like, Yoda-like. Or, and it has to have some emphasis or whatever, you know? All right. Like, right. uh, <laughs> try to think of a Dallas joke. Kevin Graham, would you say he likes graham crackers? Kevin Graham oh, okay. in Dallas. J.R. Ewing's got nothing on him. Did we ever figure out who shot Jr.? <laughs> he was shot. <laughs> Ted Cruz's dad, wasn't it? I don't know. Best joke of the day, <laughs> right there, Austin, right out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the park. I'm in trouble. Wow, that was amazing. Come on, who shot Jr.? We might as well go home. We can't do better than that. That was it. That's the gold must, standard. They, they must have revealed it. I just don't remember. All right. You know, who did the shoot? You know, I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Dallas. No? You're a big fan of the show, though, it sounds like. No, I was, if I were a big fan, I'd, I'd know who shot JR, but I, I, I don't. <laughs> Living in Salt Lake uh, just tweeted in and says, Yes, we are lucky Dallas has him. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic. That's classic uh, Kevin banter right there. How hilarious. All right. Uh, what's going on? Coming up next, stay tuned. Lock at 5, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.